I want to talk about stress management, especially for investing in the Canadian real estate market for 2023. Because in this climate, there's a lot of uncertainty. People don't necessarily know what's going to happen. How do people deal with the stress factors that are coming to them? Well, the truth is that we need to actually look at where the stress are coming from, right? And from my understanding, they're usually f coming from like four different categories. And number one is obviously the financial stress. Your investment properties go up and down, right? Right now, it's on the downturn. People who bought it last year, two years ago, now they're feeling a little stressed out. Yeah, mortgage rates. Right? Mortgage up. rate, exactly, right? Yeah. Now they're like in negative cash flow, serious negative cash flow. Yeah. So financial stress is definitely the number one. The second one is usually the operational problem, which is the people problem, right? Yeah. It could be dealing with your contractor, your property manager, or sometimes it could be tenants. The uh, ten a lot of landlords. Have Exactly, because the landlord tenant board takes way too long. Yeah. So tenants would be would be obviously the uh, one of the issue. And also tenant to tenant, right? Waste mm -hmm. management. Oh, the heat is not up, right? For the yeah. uh, yeah. not high enough for the basement, right? And then now the main floor is complaining this and that. So there's so many different people issue that people were not aware before yeah. getting into real estate. Now there are two other sources of stress, in my opinion, uh, and those kind of came from the internal, right? One is a ego, ego play, mm. right? A lot of people feel the need to actually impress other people, or they feel like they see what other people are doing on social media which can be real, can be fake, but they are so like bought into that kind of vision and they feel like that they're not doing it enough. That's an ego play. Then the last one is your time, right? Time as in expectation of a timeline for your project or sometimes when you're in real estate, you feel like this was supposed to be passive and turned out to be very, very active and you feel mm. like you're losing the time that you can spend with your family, mm. taking on the vacations and all that stuff. There are four different types of stress and it, it is really important to recognize that where your stress are coming from. Yeah, actually that's very interesting uh, way to break it down because ultimately if you can identify how that, how you're being affected stress-wise, then you can identify how to address it, right? If you know that you have a people problem, if you know you have, if you don't have intrinsic versus extrinsic problems, like problems that you can fix internally, versus problems that you have to go out and fix. Because if it's problems you can have to go out and fix, now you know that you actually have to go out and do something rather than maybe just work on yourself. Exactly, right? and and that's usually, we talk about this all the time, right? Unresolved situation leads to massive stress. Yeah. Right, that's why whenever you have a situation where you can kind of handle financially or maybe people-wise, right, yeah. you kind of need to take the proactive action towards that. Let's talk about some real examples that people are immediately facing. The recent one and obvious one is the rising interest rates. That's an extrinsic problem. You know, you don't have any control over that. The market is what it is. Real estate prices are going down a little bit. Interest rates are going up a little bit. And people are having to pay more for pretty much everything. What are you going to do about it? Well, I mean, and that's where, you know, if, if you're stressing out, I think that you just have to figure out how to gain a degree of control. You see, my philosophy on it in general is that stress comes from a lack of progress and being able to contend with whatever the problem is. So if we're at, say, the problem is I don't have enough money to float the situation, right? Because how long am I going to be able to pay for these increased mortgages, right? Let's say it's going to go on for a year. That's going to sink me. Here's where being able to address the stress, in my opinion, is going to come from an understanding, which is knowledge. It's going to come from initiative. And it's going to come from network. Uh, it's going to come from an appropriate network, which is all going to contribute towards a solution which is going to let you manage that stress, right? Yep. Because the minute you have somebody to call, stress reduces. The sure. minute you have knowledge, stress reduces. And the minute you're showing initiative, you feel accomplished, stress reduces. Sure. So being able to take healthy approaches towards addressing your problem is definitely going to go a long way, at least in my experience, dealing with that. Yeah, again, like if you don't take any actions towards these three things, right, it, then it becomes an unresolved situation when the time, when you run out of time. We're anticipating the, the rising interest from the very beginning, right? The moment that they say, okay, we're, we're raising the interest rate, 
it's coming. Like the people、yeah. know that it was coming. And if you choose not to do anything in those three areas, then of course you're gonna feel stressed out, right? So it's, it's that simple, right? Same with people, right? When we're talking about like dealing with a, a tenant dispute or a maintenance issue at your rental property, you chose not to do anything because you're trying to like kind of use a property manager as a buffer, or you're trying to not deal with anything, hope that things will just turn around, or hope that your tenants will be understanding towards the situation. That's where people get stressed out because the simple situation now evolves into a Legal action against、yeah. you. So these things can get out of control. So I think now that leads us to the next thing where we can address what is a healthy stress management approach versus a negative one. Let's use vacations as an example.、Sure. If you are stressed out financially. What do you think about going on a vacation? Oh, I definitely wouldn't want to go on vacation. Why? Maybe you're just stressed out and you need to go someplace sunny. Again, it depends on the whether or not this is an external problem or internal problem. Let's say the mortgage rates are too high. Mortgage rates too high. You definitely shouldn't be spending money, right? Now you are not working towards your solution. You're working against or you're walking away from your solution. But for a lot of people, vacations are one of the only ways that they know how to reduce their stress. It's an escape. For you not to learn more things,、ah, right,、okay. to solve that situation. Yeah, no, I, I think that one's pretty obvious. Yes, because well, what ends up happening is sometimes there are certain problems where if you leave them, it doesn't mean they go away when you come back. No, they come back with interest. Yeah,、right? exactly. It's, it's, it's like any loan. Yeah. Okay.、Right? Fine. So that's that's the whole thing with with stress management. Now the thing about that is that arguably. People sometimes go on a little vacation and they budget for it, and then they they use that time to replenish their mind to rejuvenate it. It's kind of like an elixir for them, where they're able to clear their mind and then come back and go harder to resolve the issue,、yeah. right? But I think that's a very special few that are able to control the situation that well. And honestly, if they were able to budget for the vacation and they just know that everything is under control, they probably don't have. The same financial problem as everybody else does. Exactly. Right. So yeah, there is that to consider. But here's the one thing that I think a lot of people can actually start implementing or improve is your daily habit. Yeah. Right. For example, drinking enough water. Right.、Uh, control your diet. Those are all the simple things that will actually reduce, I guess, the chemistry、uh, in your mind. Right. When、yeah. you're feeling a little、uh, vulnerable. Right. Having the right habit in terms of your diet, exercise enough,、yeah. right? Sweat a little bit. Those are all going to help you think a little clearly. Yeah, being able to, in a healthy way, trigger dopamine hits and also like reduce cortisol levels are going to be definitely factors that help you to resolve problems,、yeah. right? And this is where people think, well, I'm working all the time. I'm trying to fix this issue financially, but I don't have time to go to the gym. But really, investing the time early to go to the gym, take care of your body, cook for yourself, and not eat out all the time probably go a long way towards helping you actually problem solve. Yeah, twenty. Five push-ups a day is not that bad. Yeah, I know. Actually,、right. it was to Tim, right? Tim, yeah, yeah trust your talent. Tim, Tim and Ray, yeah, I started doing do that every time. I, yeah, every time I can hit the gym, like I do twenty twenty five push-ups, and then、uh, the first day I did it, and the second day I'm like, I can probably push do two sets, fifty,、yeah. and then I've been doing that consistently. Yeah, this is where I think a lot of people make fun of it with gym culture, right? And like all the, like those bro guys who are posting the videos at the gym talking about how a healthy body, healthy mind, and sometimes they may overdo it in terms of how much they push, just how beneficial it is, but overall. Is pretty darn good for pretty much any situation. I don't think I can think of any type of profession or industry where if you are working out is not going to serve you positively in whatever game you're playing. Definitely not. No, no. Like the, this is a this is something that we have to incorporate into our daily life. Do you cook for yourself? I actually don't. Okay, so, so how well, do you eat healthy? Well, actually, so far it's because I actually live very close to my parents. Oh,、right? so your parents cook for you? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, yeah, no, no, because we we got a baby, right? So sometimes I、like, would just、uh, take the take the kid over there, right? Like we have a nice meal, spend some family time. We actually start changing our daily life so that we feel like we have enough time, not just with the baby, but also with the parents. Yeah. Right. So we we make that change, which in a way solve my diet issue, right? If, yeah. If I need to, if I feel stressed out going home, going back home. 
with a baby, I would probably cook rather than uh, taking the takeouts every yeah. single day, right? I would never do that actually. Okay, so actually, that's a very fortunate situation, and I and I do like that because a lot of people don't always appreciate the value of family. With that being said, a lot of people have family that ends up inducing more stress, so oh, that they、yeah. have to employ more stress management. Then they actually resolve any issues. But the whole thing is, that, especially when you have a kid, having grandparents around is really I I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a very positive thing. And as you mentioned, it can solve other things. There's power in numbers, especially when those numbers care for you and they're healthy. Yes, I agree. I mean, very, very fortunate situation where I have that kind of a family dynamic,、mm-hmm. right? Whereas a lot of people probably don't have that, or people have the family living super far away, so、yeah. they they don't have that kind of privilege to、yeah. to spend time with the、uh, with family. Which is very important for me to actually do that because it actually helps my mental state.、Mm-hmm. If I don't visit my family long enough, I feel sometimes I feel a little off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, one last thing I want to mention is the burnout, right? People talk about burnout all the time, right? People sometimes use burnout as an excuse not to do anything, right? And I, sh- I shouldn't say excuse, but sometimes they say, "Oh, I'm feeling burnout, so I need to rest."、Yeah. One thing I want to challenge is that it's not about going to the extreme, right? When you feel a little tired, a little burned out. You want to really dissect exactly what you're doing every single day. Look at your time schedule. Look at your work schedule. Look at your、uh, energy, like how you manage your your energy and all that stuff. What we're supposed to do is to do a small tweaking with、uh, what we're doing every single day, and not go extreme to drop all the work, drop everything, and just go to a vacation, for example. Yeah. Right. Because that becomes an escape, and sometimes it comes back to to be a bigger stress、yeah. to you. So that's where we start getting into a lot of you know potentially sensitive topics. Like you know, escapism is definitely an issue. Okay, honestly, I'll say it. My version of something like that when I feel burnt out is I play video games, right? And video games for me, I can identify that is a very unhealthy like spiral downwards where I just play games, especially when I play very toxic games that、right. end up just getting me pissed off. And my girls are asking me, "Is like, does this actually relax you?" And it's like, "Yes, I'm relaxed." <laughs> Right, I'm clearly not relaxed playing this game, but、uh, but ultimately I just play it and I play it and I play it, and then my problems just sometimes get bigger and bigger and bigger, and my ability to resolve it doesn't improve. Did you feel good after you played the video game, or you don't? No, but I felt like、uh, my brain was able to shut down a little bit, but not in a healthy way. I, I like here's the thing: is that I think there's obvious answers to this. I notice people who when they're who what they do in their downtime is they go for a walk.、Mm-hmm. They are obviously in a much better state of mind after that walk than I am playing four hours of video games. Right?、Oh, yeah. So it, there's there's definitely an obvious difference in your mental state after doing one versus the other. But then again, other people just depending on the way that your mind works. Definitely respond differently. It's not like one size fits all, right? So video games, I enjoy playing them, but they're not always the best resolve for me, and they are a bit of like a vice, a negative vice. I probably just need to control how much or how often I go down that route. But I think the thing that needs to be pointed out there is that the thing I want to point out here, at least the way I view it, is that things that may be classified as a form of escapism can become addictive, and that is where you end up getting fixed on the wrong thing that doesn't actually affect your. Extrinsic factors in a positive way, but the thing I want to point out here, at least in my view, is that when you start going down this rabbit hole of escapism habits, it can negatively impact you, and it can also negatively impact those around you. At least in my experience, so you have to be careful with how you're going to dive into. Yeah,、this. every habit can create a compound effect、yeah. to our life, right? Positively or negatively. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with you. Okay. Some of the other problems, by the way, just so that we can touch on them, is like, okay, people have the people problems, which I think people need to deal with immediately. I know in our case, for example, with the market the way it is, we need to make sure to sell properties at an appropriate time. We can't sell when things are down. We have to sell when things are going up. And I know some people who, for example, invest in our projects. Some of them have maybe wanting to cash out earlier, but the market and the circumstances aren't right. 
we have to have conversations with people saying, you have to wait. And some of these people we know, those are hard conversations, and we know that they want to exit now. But these are things that we have to either face head on or face them later. But if we face them later and we leave it unaddressed, the problem can just get bigger. People need to know. So when it comes to people problems, always address it immediately, as soon as possible. Don't let them hang because if you do, people just want their problems grow. Exactly. People get more irritated when you're trying to avoid the questions or a conversation, yeah. right? Like if conversation can solve that, do it. Do it right away. And Yeah. And right? this is where also landlords, I feel like, have problems with their tenants where they could have addressed something immediately when the tenant didn't pay rent. The next day, call them. Don't wait a week or two weeks, three weeks, a month, and then just say, hey, you know, notice you didn't pay after a month. Why didn't you address it immediately? When you don't address it immediately, it also tells them that you don't care. And that is definitely not the message you want to you want to send. The message you want to send is, I do care, but you're just sometimes too afraid to say it. Exactly. So again, just to recap, unresolved situation will lead to massive stress. Mm -hmm. So make sure you address your, your, your situation. Okay. Let's talk about intrinsic stress to wrap it up. How do you address the factor of ego and how do you address the factor of time? So yeah, I, I think that's a tough question. Ego uh, usually comes with a bit of time and experience for someone to go through in order for them to be able to see that, okay, that's the problem, yeah. right? Ego is usually our enemy that we're not aware of. So very first thing is to be self-aware. Hey, maybe your ego is kicking in. Maybe why do you actually want to get that many doors? Why do you feel the need to impress other people, right? Let's find out that internal reason first. How would that cause you stress? Because now you're constantly impressing people that don't really freaking care. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah, okay yeah. All of a sudden, you're putting so much effort into impressing other people and it becomes work. I think that's actually an underlying stress that people don't even notice is there. Because, you know, they're stressing themselves out doing things they don't want to do and they don't even know why. Right. So that's number one. And also, there's also on the flip side, people who see that or consume that. And if they care so much about what other people's accomplishment, it's going to create a bit of a stress internally as well. Because mm -hmm. now you're devaluing yourself. You're thinking that maybe I'm not just I'm not good enough, yeah. right? And all of a sudden, you just create that kind of massive stress. People overestimate what they can do in one year, but underestimate what they can do in five years, mm -hmm. yeah. right? There's a saying to that, and it's very true. Okay, so there is a combination of ego and time there. Yeah, so just uh, try to balance that out and try to understand yourself a little bit. What people sometimes struggle with, especially people who ventured in to the depths of business or real estate, entrepreneurship, right? And when they get in there, they already had a lot of naysayers. They already had people around them saying, I don't think you can do this. I don't think this is the right thing for you. You shouldn't do this. It's not safe. You're better off doing something else. And when they fail to accomplish it, they don't want to go back and tell them that, hey, yeah, you were right. I wasn't able to do this. And so they just end up staying with what they're doing, trying to make what's not working work. And it kind of goes against the principles of business that you have to be more fluid. You have to be like water you and you have to pivot. be able to pivot. Yeah. But if you pivot, you essentially tell whoever was telling you that this isn't right for you, that they were right. Exactly. So tip number one for that is to unfollow everybody that you're trying to like become, right? Dude, like <laughs> just, just do things at your own pace, right? Who, people who, that you're trying yeah. to impress, unfollow them, right? Yeah. Like there's no need for, for you to have to prove yourself and show them what you've accomplished. One guy told me that uh, one of the biggest ego boosts to him is when people unfollow him. <laughs> <laughs> he asked him, it's like, why? He says, because it means they were trying to impress me. 